0: And we're back with another episode of the Football Fiends covering our Fantasy Survivor Football League or NFL Survivor Fantasy League, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm hosting today. Uh, I do not have a co-host with me, uh, so I'll be breaking it down kind of what happened last week Um, to start. It came down to uh, team Osborne Eddie George and the person who is here with me today. Uh, Osborne kind of forgot to take out Sammy Watkins from his lineup, who did not play this week, keeping our guest today in it. But in the end, Josh Allen needed like, I think, 20 points or something on Monday Night Football, and he was able to get it, uh, prompting our guest here to be eliminated. And joining me today is your normal host, now guest, Riley Morgan. Riley, how are we doing?
1: Uh, it's It's been a really rough week and a half for, uh, <laughs> for me. And sports-related, especially.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Red Sox were looking good for a while there, but ever since they went up 2-1, I guess things have just collapsed.
1: so bad. so bad. (laughs) They can't hit the ball anymore. They, like, forgot how to do it. They never knew how to pitch. They can't pitch. Jason Tatum forgot how to play basketball.
0: Yeah, and our our New York Knicks took it to you in the garden, ended up winning in double overtime. What a game. It's yeah. not a, it's not a good, not a good couple days to be Riley Morgan.
1: No, not really. I mean, in real life, it's fine, but in sports, <laughs> it's just, it's been, it's been horrible.
0: Right, and I mean, probably maybe the worst of it all. I don't know where all these heartbreaks rank. Is you just your team shitting the bed this week, and one of the best teams in the league goes out without even barely a fight and like a hundred points. What went wrong?
1: I mean, it all went wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah. I guess, to be honest, like every i had all these names of players and then they half of them got hurt so like obviously we talked about like losing Clyde Edwards Alaire uh last week Antonio Gibson played for like a little bit and then i guess he, he either got hurt or they just stopped playing him i'm pretty sure he got hurt and then the but the worst one of all is um Christian McCaffrey i i i went on a road trip on saturday and I got into the car and I saw a notification come on my phone that says, Christian McCaffrey has a 50-50 chance of playing, leaning like he's going to be able to play. I'm like, all right, perfect. So I put him in my lineup, got on the road, get where I'm going. I open my phone. He's on IR. He's just going to miss three weeks. So I don't know. How, how does that happen? How do you go from leaning to maybe playing to then you're out three extra weeks? I'm, I'm calling for an investigation into the Panthers' athletic staff because that shouldn't happen. Something happened. They fucked something up.
0: What's funny is I actually own McCaffrey in a couple other leagues for the first time in a couple years this year, but I didn't have him last year. And everyone says Matt Rule did like the same exact thing when he got hurt last year. He was like, Yeah, I'll probably play this week. And then it would just be out four weeks. Like it was insane, I guess. And I guess it's just happening. It's not nice. It's not nice. What are they thinking? They don't take into account the fantasy owners. This is bullshit.
1: It's it's unfair. They they really shouldn't do it. Doesn't he know? that we have a podcast yeah. get all surrounded by fantasy football winning week in and week out. I can't just be listening to sh- crappy press conferences.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not not ideal when you're trying to run an organization, but uh, yeah. just to, yeah, go ahead.
1: Uh, well, no, nah, I was going to keep getting into it. So yeah, you <laughs> could hit me with a couple of questions.
0: Yeah. I, was, I mean, there's only so much you can complain about there, uh, but I mean, one thing I wanted to ask you is, do you kind of, do you, Feel like you looked ahead in the game a little too much while you were playing, or no? It I
1: I think what you're insinuating is that you just didn't like that I picked up Michael Thomas a couple of weeks ago and had him sitting on my IR spot.
0: Um uh yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's pretty much it.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> um I guess my main thing is I really got into my head the last couple of weeks. Um I have you probably have heard me mention it last week or the week before where I said like having quarterbacks on an MVP level is what's going to win people these leagues because um, even though the quarterback position is really deep in fantasy, when you have someone who's like the cream of the crop, especially in a two quarterback league, it really can separate you ahead, which is why I ended up spending like over a hundred dollars in fab last week to get Tom Brady when I had Kirk cousins available, just because I saw what Tom Brady was doing and he's on like an incredible run right now. So I was like, if I can pair him, Tom Brady and Justin Herbert as my two quarterbacks, I should be set.
0: Yeah, right. And uh, it didn't really work. <laughs> I mean, honestly, one of the real reasons I was kind of asking you if, if you thought that was bad and uh, had a detriment to your game is because I just did the same exact thing this week. I picked up guys, all a bunch of guys that are not playing this week, and I'm looking ahead to, like, the future, and I'm worried it's going to bite, but I hope it doesn't. So if you don't think that was an issue for you, hopefully it won't be an issue for me. Well, the,
1: the one thing I'll say that probably helps you out is um, every this week in particular for fantasy, everybody's screwed. Like, there, there so many teams on bye week that it's almost kind of evening evening out. Like, whoever we talk to next week, I would bet uh, a lot of money that it's the person we were talking about when we asked them what, what went wrong. They're like, oh, just everybody went on bye this week. Yeah. So you may be able to kind of sneak away with, yeah. with being able to do that.
0: That was kind of my logic and we'll go into the waiver report later to get down to the specifics of what I did. But I mean, just I have buys and I have a lot of fab and I just use it to address nothing for this week. So I'm just hoping this isn't how I go home, but uh, we're not talking about me. We're here to talk about you. I guess I want to ask uh, if you thought like anything else that you regretted or just, is it just chalk it up to a bad week?
1: Um, I guess uh, I do regret not being able to put forth more money to picking up either Dalvin Cook or Derrick Henry when they became available last week just because I was kind of like hey McCaffrey's probably going to be playing and if I have him and Antonio Gibson I can kind of ride it out and then that bum Matt rule just kept stringing me along all week and really messed me up right there yeah Um, of course that was definitely one of course super
0: team Boyle ended up with Derrick Henry and that team is just scarier scarier every day um, like, it's the Brooklyn Nets. Of a, the, you know, the Brooklyn so Nets. but the question is: Is he peaking too early? I mean, we can get into that later. But that's it's just what is he, what is he going to do as the year goes on? Who knows. Uh, back to you, though. Um, I guess since you this is actually your second time playing, so this uh, question doesn't necessarily apply to you as much. But like looking ahead to next year, uh, is there anything you'd do differently from the start?
1: Um,
0: well, um, I'll
1: I'll. Tattoo on my arm, never go near Clyde edwards Lair again. Um, (laughs) I think that's going to be definitely one for me. Uh, I'm also looking at, I'm never talking, and this is just in fantasy in general, I'm never going to try to talk myself out of Derrick Henry again. He should be the number one pick every single year. And the fact that like other people go ahead of him is insane. Like he's just incredibly good at football.
0: Um,
1: And I guess other than that, I don't even really know what else to say because it's, it's not even like anyone of my, like my team plates, especially horrible. Like they own, they just had like one average week and just everybody else played so much better. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, I don't even know. Um, maybe I'd be were, a little, I'd be a too. little bit more cautious with my fab, um, going in and maybe trying to, uh, like sprinkle in for more, uh average players than going in for more uh splurges and like home run hits but uh i mean
0: yeah honestly the fab in this league in general has been absolutely insane like nobody has money left and it's week six i don't know what people are thinking i'm just gonna be completely honest but there's maybe like two people who have money left i don't understand the logic in that but i don't know
1: yeah it i will say um it's making me think uh we talk about there's being a chance that uh, an outcast or somebody gets a second chance to come back and redeem themselves in the game. It's making me think it's more and more possible week in and week out. When I even look my look at the names who are left on the waiver wire right now, it's uh, it's pretty crazy.
0: Exactly, and that's what's kind of cool about it. And I I had figured that they would probably be at a big disadvantage, but with everybody else pretty much having no fab, they're pretty much going to be. Uh, Equal with them, I would say if this were to happen, hypothetically, of course. Uh wink wink, it's gonna happen at some point. But um yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't (laughs) I don't know, man. Uh I guess the last thing I wanted to ask you is uh just like in terms of who you think is gonna win or a big threat and who you want to win or rooting for going forward. I mean,
1: your team, you've already touched upon it, but you just have so many good players, like it, it. it really is unfair. Like it, I get Like you, you played before, so you know how this works week in and week out, even though we did change a couple of things up uh, this week from last. Um, I think your team is, is pretty well set, even though you like, you like to complain that you don't have any quarterbacks. I think uh, you made a huge move, picking up Her- Herbert, even though I'm off him for the week.
0: Yeah. This, this was a huge week for my team because I, I need to survive this week, and then going forward, I'm going to have a ton of debt and money to spend. Uh, but, I mean, right now, it's on the now, which is this week. If I can get past, like you said, the BIPOCalypse, fine, I'll be good.
1: Yeah, Is there anyone exactly.
0: you're kind of rooting for, though, besides um, now, if you even are?
1: Well, I'm I'm now rooting – I'm rooting for Colby, obviously, because him, him being my brother is one thing. And number two um, – he probably has gotten screwed more than any other person because of the twist, and we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Um, he just got absolutely destroyed, and I'm I'm willing to bet that we're talking to him next week. He's not going to be happy.
0: No, that he's had an unfortunate stroke of luck uh, the past like week or so, and maybe you could say it's warranted though for the uh, the attack on Twitter vote. Yeah, I don't know. But then now I wonder if there's going to be a storyline between him and Corey, which we won't get into, but I would, I would be here for that type of drama too.
1: Yes. Yeah, all
0: right. Uh, so that's pretty much all I have for you as a guest. Uh, I can kind of toss back the mic to you and you can become co-host again and we'll lead the podcast. So for now this, I'll say goodbye to you as a member of the league and now, Hello to you as my podcast co-host. How are we doing, Riley?
1: Well, it's good. It's good to be back here. Um, I, I will admit that the past couple of days, I've taken a break from this league and focusing my mind away on leagues that I could actually still win. Um, so I kind of tried to reprep myself in preparation for this episode as to what exactly went on. Um, and again, I there's we had to talk about uh, what the move and the outcome of the challenges was last week. So you want to touch on that a little bit?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's probably going to be the most fun part about this podcast. So uh, as we mentioned last last episode, um, the challenge last week was the two teams with the highest score got to make a force trade, uh, their, a team of their choice, uh, of the three teams with the lowest scores, including Riley's team, which was eliminated. Um, and if you don't know what that means, it was literally that team could pick a player, from one of those teams and just trade and the other guy would have to accept it so it obviously was a big talking point big drama point for the week uh jp of course team super team came in first place or no he came in second place i'm sorry uh I, I, this is the second time i've neglected cory grip so i apologize for that but team Corey grip and rick Devons came in first place this week and he elected to choose right off the bat team colby and he traded pat mahomes <laughs> For I think it was, like, Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth just, Gainwell. It's <laughs> just not not good for Team uh, Colby. And the worst part is, is like, he got kind of screwed to even get into that position, if you want to go into that a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, because of how this week is shaping up, there are, like, zero other quarterbacks, like, available, because, yeah. like, they're all on buy. They're all on somebody else's bench. So, I think the only quarterback he's starting is Trey Lance.
0: <laughs> Who's not even playing. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: Doesn't he have Gino? Big Gino, though? No, or maybe he has him now, but he was like, I dropped Gino." Oh, and yeah.
0: Everyone,
1: and everyone's like, well, I don't think you have a problem waiting for to pick up Geno Smith. So I don't think was going to pick him up. I don't know it was that desperate.
0: Yeah, well, it turned out to not be the best thing for sure.
1: Well, yeah, but so basically what happened was that um, he was one of the lowest scoring teams uh, besides me. So uh, Corey ended up trading, um, trading for Pat Mahomes. And then, because of how the the rules work, my team was technically still available to trade. So we had JP just trade uh, Devontae Adams. He just took my Devontae Adams for, I don't even know who who, who I got.
0: Teddy Bridge.
1: Bridge. (laughs) Oh, great. Phenomenal. Thanks. So now JP has the three best wide receivers in the not even in fantasy football in the NFL, Devontae (laughs) Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, and Stephon Diggs. He has Derrick Henry, who's the best running back in the NFL. (laughs) He has Kyler Murray, who is probably going to win MVP. It's just, it's unfair. He also has DeAndre Swift and Daryl Henderson. I'm I'm really preying on his
0: demise right now. He managed to build an absolutely incredible team all, all, all of a sudden, and it's horrifying. But luckily he does have no fab left, so I don't, I hope he's not really going to be able to add to it that much, but, I mean, man, that's scary.
1: Yeah, does he even need to, right? Oh, like, like, that's the
0: question. Until, like, I mean, he could probably ride that team down to the end game if he's, like, smart, if bad luck doesn't happen or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of what happened uh, in the events uh, last week, and there wasn't really much relevant uh, news at all. Like, they were actually a relatively healthy week in terms of injuries and stuff. Uh, team – Corey Grip, Rick Devons, again, he's gotten some mention on this pod already. But he has a bit of an issue uh, coming up because he had Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb uh, Mm -hmm. on his team who are both not playing. And, like, I felt bad for him because he reached out to me. He was like, is there any chance we could add an extra IR slot? And I was like, listen, like, I understand why you're asking. And, like, it makes sense because your team is getting really screwed right now. But if I were to do that, it would literally only help your team. So I don't think it's really fair to do uh, this late into a season. And he was like, I don't know. I think he understood. But look at, take a minute and if you can, look at his team this week. He doesn't have like any like maneuverability at all. really Yeah. So, I mean, him
1: having Mahomes and Stafford should help him out a lot. But yeah, his entire team is either on buy or IR. So he's pretty much just forced to ride out with with the guys
0: he has he was able to I think put together a full lineup though so uh, he had to drop Sam Darnold and like that's like a pretty valuable piece to drop in a league like this no he he
1: still can't though because so he has he has Deontay Johnson currently in his flex who's also on by he's oh so so he's
0: so he needs to make another move somehow still
1: yeah yeah and I mean this is like maybe just like a general NFL thing but why are we allowed to have like seven teams to be on oh, by we on the same week? And on top of that, it's like four of the most fun and like fantasy relevant NFL teams. Like,
0: yeah, they, they should have really known that yeah. ahead. They definitely knew what they did when this happened. It's not good. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how he does. I do apologize, Corey, for not <laughs> giving you that extra IR spot. It's not like a personal thing or anything. It just, I don't think it'd be fair at that point. It'd literally just only be to benefit you. So I am sorry, but that's just, its I, I'm curious to see how you'd be playing uh, this out. It's not like Jeff would just give you more rice if you ran out. So,
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, to be honest, though, I don't even feel like saying it because I'm just embarrassed. I went out before Team Pal still. But, <laughs> All
0: the Team Pal got. He's just chugging on, chugging on.
1: That doesn't make any sense. He he did he did make some moves in, uh, on the waiver wire that we can get, we can get into. We yeah, we'll, to, we'll
0: take that use that as our transition to the waiver wire segment.
1: All right. So team pal, uh, we would manage to pick up uh, Robert Woods and Tom Brady. Who I mean, Robert Woods may sound good. He actually isn't. Like don't don't worry about it. I, he's he hasn't been very good this year. Uh, Tom Brady, I still expect uh, we'll pick it up, especially against the Bears defense this week. So maybe that'll help team pal get by. Um, but other than that, it seems that uh, you, Steve, picked up most of
0: my players. Yeah, this was a big week for me. I used uh, the money I have to just yeah. kind of outbid everyone on all your players, and honestly, I didn't even need to. I looked at the report, but I wanted to make sure I could get these guys to start building my team for the future. So, again, if it backfires, it backfires, but at some point, somebody has to build something to combat JP. So,
1: you did do the uh, the one sin of bidding zero dollars on michael thomas to pick picking him up though i got called cocky for that so i just wanted to call no, the, i know cocky, that's uh, dude that's what yeah, i told you earlier
0: that's why i asked you because i told you i did the exact same thing you did <laughs> <laughs> i literally was making fun of you for him I'm like well i did it too so uh it, well well the the
1: funny thing is um i and like i touched on this earlier but um I'm just gonna read you some of the t- names that are that are currently on the waiver wire. Some were uh, players that I had that no one picked up yet, and some are just available because people had to drop them. So Kirk Cousins still available, uh, Odell still available, Damian Harris still available, Melvin Gordon available, Jarvis Landry available, Saquon Barkley available, Laviska Shenault available, Ertz available. It's kind of crazy. A lot of these names. Everyone's kind of whittling down their roster.
0: Yeah, uh, some of those, I think, are on waivers, like, as we record this, right? And it's probably going to go through overnight. Um, oh, probably. And some of, some of them are free agents. Uh, I can tell you, because uh, this will not be released until they are cleared, but I'm definitely going after Saquon, too, and I'm going to add him to my bench.
1: Yeah, yeah you <laughs> really need him. So
0: I don't, but, <laughs> I mean, no one else has money, so I might as well just take him. Uh, and I'll, I'll even say I was, like, I was heavy after break, too. I was just – I didn't – expect team pal to like come alive i had a pal hadn't really been bidding uh all year so i was like kind of i he, he outgamed me there for sure but other than that it's it was a big week for my team it's nice to have some money left over when everyone has none so uh, it's big for my team for sure yeah always um so i guess the only other thing uh before we get into i guess we. Really, do we do everything? Oh, we want to break down next week event, right? Is that the next thing? Yep. And that's the last stuff. Alright, so this week uh, I actually didn't even it in chat yet. Uh, what we're doing this week is it's a very simple just reward challenge for Fab, nothing nothing too twisty or turny. Um, I'm going to randomly divide all the tribe members that are left into two teams, two teams of five, and how it's going to work is we're going to split up Well, they'll confer. Each member on the team will confer. And the goal of each team is to nominate one player per team. So you're going to do one quarterback, two running backs, and two receivers, one player from each team. And the combined score of those players is going to be pitted against the other tribe. And whoever has the most, uh, each team will win the $50 FAB. So it's kind of an interesting twist on just, like, the tribe's uh, team scores combined. We're doing, like, a little player thing. You're going to have to choose and work together for which players you want nominated from each tribe. It's a little, a little interesting. You're going to have to work together. So it's kind of a little fun twist.
1: Yep. No, I mean, it'll be uh, it'll definitely be cool. I I hope everybody has fun with it because I know I won't be. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, But maybe you'll be looking ahead. Uh, I will, I will reveal that uh, next week is the big week. So wink wink. you guys all know what that means out there next week maybe there might be some type of twist someone might be coming back so stay tuned for that um, and I guess to close it out uh, any predictions for you who you think will be sitting in your seat uh, to next week when we do this pod uh it,
1: i I think it has to be Colby again I, I think he's his team really got screwed the probably the most with the, the twist so unless he can unless the waivers can clear and he can get sam Darnold, and even then you're relying on sam Darnold to save yeah. your week i don't i don't really know um but uh, yeah i think he's uh he's the biggest one i i'm i'm done trying to give uh predictions on osborne eddie george or team pal just because yeah. they just won't die so i was
0: thinking too maybe it could be like a team uh salty spittoon week i feel like he's due for like a really bad week yep i mean i could totally
1: see that it, actually you know what i just looked at john's team john is starting zach wilson against the england patriots this week so i think he's actually going to lose and john like if you unless
0: you're listening to this like it please find somebody else <laughs> that's not who you kind of want to be running out there <laughs> that's for sure uh the uh yeah. the other person i kind of want to mention too i've been talking to this week is john t john t has a really bad week ahead uh he, he was telling me he forgot to uh, plan for bye weeks and uh, his entire r- running back crew is on bye, and Keenan Allen's on by. So he's going he to he's gonna be starting A.J. Dillon and Michael Carter. Not good oh, man. at all. So it's going to be a crazy week this week. Who knows who could go home because of this by clubs? Yeah,
1: no, it's a, uh, it really is tough. No, I don't think anybody, no one really ever looks at byes. Uh, when they like draft their team, but it's really something like this when it's like a losing you go home thing that you really, really messes you up.
0: Exactly, and then luckily, I mean, like you said earlier, the waivers are starting to look a little bit better, so you're able to find some guys to just plug and play. Uh, I mean, imagine like there were bye weeks in like week two, like some teams would just be screwed because in this league, there's literally, literally were no waivers available. Yeah, true. All right, that's kind of all I got. Unless you got anything else to go on about
1: well i i just would like to uh uh say that it'd be fun to have somebody backing who can compete in here who has a platform to really kind of dictate out all of their moves and uh really broadcast what uh any outcaster people are thinking about who also has a strong knowledge of fantasy football so they're not only winning for themselves or the audience but also for everybody who had to leave early so I'd like to throw that out there, and I would also like to point out I didn't get to talk about the Patriots' loss to the Cowboys, which was very annoying as well. well that so week, that was another that was another horrible thing that happened that week. I like forgot
0: about that one too, to be completely honest. <laughs> I didn't even get to laugh about that one with okay. you.
1: Yeah, it was it was not good. But I guess you could hear that when we rank the quarterbacks next week or this week.
0: Uh, for sure, we'll get into that. That'll be coming later this week. Uh, we dropped a bunch of hoop fiends content for the opening week of NBA. God basketball is back. It's electric. I'm so happy to be watching the NBA again. Um, And we got a lot of content for you out there to check out. Uh, We'll be back with another Hoop Beans episode to recap the first week next week. Uh, So look out for that. And then other than that, that's pretty much all we got coming for now. So just make sure to stay tuned to at Hoop Beans pod on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll catch you next time. Later, fellas.
1: Yeah.
0: Чао.